Pastor, everything, all of the above. Would you welcome Dr. Noemi Oliver? Good evening. Thank you for joining us. We're so glad that you have decided to tune in and hear a powerful word that Bishop has ready for you today that God has instilled into him. Amen. We are excited. You know, they say time seems to get faster all the time, right? And it really does. And I think, you know, that you would think with all the technology and everything that we have today that life would be so much easier. But I think we work more than ever before. And uh, so I pray that somebody is taking a moment to relax, to listen, uh, to hear what thus saith the Lord. I believe, I prayed before we uh, started the, the uh, recording today. I prayed that God would use this as a part of him perfecting those things concerning you, the listener today and the viewer. So we pray that God is perfecting things concerning you. That's what David declared. That's what the word declares. And we stand on that word. It's an interesting time. Amen. Amen. Interesting time. We are reading through Psalm and, uh, the book of Psalms we read through and we've got it divided up if you would like to be a part of that you can find the division on our website it's on the website on the app um, and also on Facebook all right Facebook as well the app that we have and the app is Encounter Church Fort Worth, Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can go there our website is Encounter Church Dot org and uh, or encounter, encounter church you can ask, can you do ecfw.org it or will, I think you have to write it all out don't you it, 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 you do it's best to write it all out but when you google and just mm-hmm. search encounter church Fort Worth it'll sh- it should pull up automatically okay. encounter church Fort Worth if you go there you can find the calendar and it will show you where we are there's a morning reading and an afternoon reading or evening reading And what we're encouraging people to do is to pray through the psalm in this month of consecration. And so today, I'm going to talk about one of those psalms. It's the psalm that we end with today, Psalm 18. So those who are in the reading, maybe you haven't read it yet, but this will be a good precursor for that. And I want to talk to you about how to uh, read this, understand it, and know what God does and how you can thank Him for all of His benefits. Amen. There's a song that we used to sing a long time ago. And I say a long time ago like it was eons ago, but it was uh, back in the 90s. A great friend of mine, and I want to mention his name because everybody thinks I wrote this song, but Orlando Juarez, a good friend of mine, wrote this song. He's a beautiful, beautiful brother in the Lord, songwriter, extraordinary, great Bible teacher. Uh, it's just a great man, and uh, if you ever run onto any of his stuff, grab it up because it'll be great. It's good stuff. But Orlando wrote this song. I taught it to my choir when I was doing music at Higher Dimensions in Tulsa back in the day, and uh, we recorded it. It became popular. It's gone all over the world. 
an international level. And so I just want to sing a little bit of that today, and maybe this will bless somebody. Welcome into this place. Welcome into this broken vessel. You desire to abide in the praises of your people. So we lift our hands and we lift our heart as we offer up this praise unto your name. Want to say it one more time. Welcome into this place welcome into this broken vessel you desire to abide in the praises of your people so we lift our hands and we lift our hearts as we offer up this praise unto your name. <clears throat> Creation declares your glory and this universe declares your majesty yet you choose to abide in the praises of your people so we offer up this praise unto your name welcome into this place welcome into this broken vessel you desire to abide in the praises of your people so we offer up this praise unto your name desire to abide in the praises of your people so we lift our hands and we lift our heart as we offer up this praise unto your name yes we offer up this praise unto your name Lord we offer up a sweet praise unto 
your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. That's good. Amen. Ooh, you feel him in this yes. place right now. <laughs> so good. I love it. I love it when he just comes in yes. like that. And I remember the story when you mentioned that about this one song. I love mm. to hear the the story behind the song. And you mentioned that when he asked for your help, mm -hmm. and you sang it, and after you sang it, first time you finished reading it, there was just tears falling on yeah. his eyes from how how much it touched him. Touched him. Even though he wrote it. Once yeah. when you sang it, it was just a whole different level. It took it somewhere it else. It did, it did. We kind of made a little bit different arrangement on it, you know, and I kind of slowed it down and gave it a little more of a groove. And uh, Orlando is the whitest Hispanic man I know, <laughs> but <laughs> he's a great brother. I hope he gets to watch this and I hope he sees it, but I honor Orlando, mm -hmm. but I, we've just we just put our little groove on it. And I tell you, I just told him, I said, I just feel like the song needs to breathe, man. I said, your song is amazing, but let's let it breathe. And so that's kind of what we did. And I tell you, it did. It just broke him and he just, he fell over and he just broke into tears and worship. And it's hard for me to even talk about it because I feel it when I talk about it because it was so real. It was such a palpable experience. It's a great song, yes. Great song. Yes. I want to talk to us today a little bit, and I'm not going to be... Uh, real, real long. I, I could stay on this chapter for an hour, uh, hour and a half. But I want to talk to us about Psalm 18. I really wrestled in my spirit whether I talk about Psalm 18 or Psalm 19. I love Psalm 19, but uh, actually 18 is probably, out of all the Psalms, it's one of my absolute favorite. And you say, why is it your favorite, Bishop? This is why it is my favorite. The heading in my Bible says it like this, and I'm reading New Living, New Living Translation. It's a song for the choir director, a psalm of David, the servant of the Lord. He sang this song to the Lord on the day, on the day the Lord rescued him from all of his enemies and from Saul. Man, I'm going to tell you what. Uh, one one version that I read says delivered him from all of his enemies. You know there there are really some interesting uh, concepts that are right there in that heading because you know Saul eventually died and he was David was delivered from him, but even while Saul was yet alive and even while there are other enemies that may be rising up against David and they may be still alive, but in this day. In this day, in the day that David sang this, God had delivered him or rescued him or set him free from the worry or the bondage of his enemies. Man, if you just think about that, that, you know, we're never going to get away from all of our enemies. Right. But what if my enemy is still present and yet I'm delivered from them? <laughs> That's awesome, yes. <laughs> That's a great understanding of how this Christian life works. Right. Because that's why that's why David said he makes a table for me 
in the presence of my enemies. He sits me down and lets me eat of the good of the land while my enemies have to look on and say, hey, this dude is not even worried about us. Look at him. He's just sitting there eating right. in the presence of the enemies. So good. I love that. David said it like this in Psalm 18. I'm just going to read through parts of it here. He said, I love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my savior. My God is my rock in whom I find protection. He is my shield, the power that saves me, and my place is called my and my place of safety. I called on the Lord, who is worthy to be praised, and he saved me from my enemies. I called on the Lord who is worthy of praise, and I'm saved from my enemies. Here's what I want you to understand in this first little piece about this psalm. When you're reading through this, David establishes front, foremost, right up front. Yes, I'm a mighty warrior. Yes, I'm a king. But I know the source of my power. That's good. <laughs> I know the source of right. my power. I love you, Lord. You are my strength. You are my rock. You are my fortress. My Savior, my God is my rock in whom I find protection. I, I love the Passion Translation because it talks about the presence being the surrounding presence of God. That And I love that song uh, that, um, I can't think of his name right offhand, but uh, Michael um, Smith, Michael W. Smith did about, this is how I fight my battles. Oh, it may look like I'm a surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. <laughs> That's what David said. He said he is my shield. Not that God is, I love the way Patrick said this Sunday to us privately. Mm -hmm. He said, God's saying that I'm not going to give you a shield. I'm going to be your shield. I am the That's shield. That's a totally different concept. If I hand you a shield, that means you've got to handle the shield and fight off, and you've got to know where everything is coming from. But God said, don't even worry about that. I'll be your shield. It's almost like the protection and anything else just ricochets. Yeah. Because he is the ultimate shield that we find um, refuge in. Absolutely. And in the fortress, when you think about it, when he talks about a fortress, mm -hmm. back then, um, you know, kingdoms needed to have a strong fortress to be able to feel protected. Right. It was a physical, uh, my, you know, <clears throat> wall that, it, that showed this is my right. protection. This is what defends us from. My safe place. My safe place. And to see that <clears throat> the way that David describes that God is the yeah. rock. He yeah. is my fortress. It's beautiful to see um, in, in that that he doesn't need anything other than his Thank own God. reliance on God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and really, uh, verse 3 sums it all up in such power. David said, I called on the Lord who is worthy of praise, and he saved me from my enemies. Watch this. He didn't say, I yelled at my enemy. I scared my enemy. I talked to my enemy. I made peace with my enemy. He didn't say anything. I didn't do anything like that. He said, I ignored my enemy and called on the Lord, 
who is worthy of praise. Do you know that when you call on the Lord, that is a praise to him? When you say Jesus in a moment, have you ever been just driving down the road and somebody pulls out in front of you and you have to slam on your brakes and you stand, Jesus comes out of your mouth at the same time? I pray that's what came out of your mouth. <laughs> Jesus. And when you said Jesus, the whole thing was averted and you were saved through it. You know, when you do that, God says, I count that as praise. And when you do that, you call on me, then I step in between you and your enemy. This is so powerful. David said, the ropes of death entangled me. Floods of destruction swept over me. The grave wrapped its ropes around me. Death laid a trap in my path. But in my distress, my God, I cried out to the Lord. Yes, I prayed to God for help. And he heard me from his sanctuary. My cry to him reached his ears. This is really, really so powerful. Um, the ropes of death entangled me. It's not, this is not a bad hair day for David. This is not just a moment where he's just going through a little, oh, well, I woke up this morning and had a flat on my pickup. You know, It's not one of those kind of deals. David said, the ropes of death were wrapped around me and floods of destruction swept over me and the grave had wrapped its ropes around me. I was, I had a foot on a banana peeling and one foot in the grave, David said. I was about to go in. Death was about to swallow me up, but in my distress, my distress, my distress, my distress, I called upon the Lord. We got too much stress going on in the world today. And the best way to handle stress is to call upon the Lord, is to cry to God for help. If you need deliverance from stress and from distress and problems in your life, the best thing you can do is spend some time in the word of God. Because I'm going to tell you, you're going to come out of this few minutes that we get to spend here today with your faith so high that it's going to take all the stuff that's been bugging you, bothering you, overwhelming you. It's going to take it right out of your life because you're going to realize that's not where your focus needs to be. Your focus has to be on the Lord our God. Amen. 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 Yeah, and all you think about all the things that David went through, um, being a soldier, uh, being persecuted, you know, right. from someone who was anointed mm -hmm. and respected, who didn't want to touch ahead of because he knew that he respected the anointing that Saul right. carried but in all that you know you look at it was such a strong warrior and yet it wasn't he wasn't crying out for help mm -hmm. because like we, we we think it's a bad day whenever oh there was a 45 minute delay for when right. it's normal it takes us 10 minutes of traffic no he was right. being you know sought after they were persecuting him they were looking uh, to to kill him and right. in the middle of all that he still prays God and think and about search this. for him. Yeah. Think about this. We get upset when we have the delay, but the delay was because somebody else was in a wreck. Right. And that possibly lost their life. That we didn't what if it was the enemy us. seeking for us? Right. But God didn't let us arrive there at that time. Amen. Amen. You know, what if? Yeah. What if? So what if we turned our frustration into a praise into appreciation that's what and i love about thanks. the psalms yes. yeah that he teaches us how in the midst of all the chaos that he was he was in 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 
He showed how to praise, yes. how to pray to God, yeah. how to sing to God. And it's all about us learning. If he hadn't had that experience, we wouldn't have this book to reference exactly. reference to our life. And it doesn't mean that we're not going to go through distress. Oh, yeah. We're going to go through distresses. Absolutely. And we're going to go through pressures and we're going to go through problems. David was uh, even in moments where he said, I despaired. I was overwhelmed. There were moments where David was absolutely depressed. He had to pull away from his entire army at one time to go encourage himself in the Lord because he couldn't take what they were saying to him. <laughs> You know, it's like sometimes you got to get away from people that are talking junk to you and just go encourage yourself in the Lord. Go remember what the Lord your God has done for you. Amen. The old church people used to say it. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul cries, hallelujah, thank God for saving me. We used to sing it in a song. And it was just a statement as I was a kid until I grew up and I realized when you look back over your life, you know, praise has different stages to it. There's a praise that is about things that God has already done. Mm -hmm. He delivered me from A. He delivered me from B. He delivered me from C. He delivered me from D. And if God can deliver me from A, B, C, D, then surely he can deliver me from H over here. <laughs> so I can thank God for what he's already done because it gives me faith. For what I'm about to go That's through good. right now. That's really good. So I thank him for that. But then there's another level of praise where we thank God for what he's doing that we don't even know. Have you ever felt like God was just working in your life, just doing something for you? And you're like, I don't even know what is happening. I don't even know what's going on right now. <laughs> but I know God is up to mm -hmm. something. He's perfecting those things right. concerning me. God is working out some situations for me. You know, there's, a, there's just so many times that God is working on one end over here and he's working on another end over here until he can bring the two things together and they collide. And when they collide, there is an epiphany or a glorious outbreak of God. Amen. It's just like Peter and Cornelius, that they had, Peter had a vision, Cornelius had a dream. Then the two collided, the vision and the dream collided and they met each other. And that's when Cornelius received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. His eyes were opened and God saw fit to start saving the Gentiles in that moment and grafted them into the body of Christ. What a great story. What if God is working on something over here that you don't even know about? That's why we have to thank God in advance in for advance. things. And then there's the moment where we begin to thank God for things that have been prophesied to us that we can't even see any working it out. I don't, I don't know how the money's coming. I don't know how the breakthrough's coming. I don't know how the debt is going to be paid off. But this is what I do know. God said he was going to do it. Right. And so I'm going to thank him in advance for it because when I thank him in advance for it, then I align my mouth with That's heaven and I align my mouth with what he said, turn that into praise. Then my praise becomes prophetic to my own spirit and I prophesy my own destiny. That is a powerful That's truth, y'all. That, is, that good. is so good. You can prophesy over yourself. When you praise God for what he is going to do. Amen. And that's faith. It is. We give thanks for what he has already promised. Not yep. once we, once I achieve it, that's when yep. I'll give him thanks. Yep. We have it so backwards. Yeah. So once it's attainable, it's I can touch it, and I can it, see it. It doesn't take a lot to say what God's already done when he's yeah. done it. But it takes a lot to say what God's about to do What's when he hadn't done it. Right. And, then that's, <laughs> you know? and that's why it's called faith. That's why it's called faith. <laughs> but... 
you know, even all of our praise is faith right. because when you look at the lepers that God healed the 10 lepers and the one returned and, you know, evidently, I don't know, but maybe That's the other crazy. nine were Jewish people, uh, Jewish men, but there was this one returning. The Bible says, save this stranger, this one. He was, he was a Samaritan. He wasn't even of the household right. of faith. He's a Samaritan. And yet he gets healed, and he's the one that returns. Back. And Jesus said to him, your faith made you whole. Because there's something about returning thanks to God that returns things to you that the devil stole. That's good. Yes. So Amen. when you start giving God praise. So let me get into this psalm <laughs> just a little bit more, and I'm going to leave you alone with this. But I can tell you, I'm telling you, I could talk about this for two hours in here. So David said, in my distress, I cried out to the Lord. I cried out to the Lord, cried, cried, cried to the Lord. And then he says, yes, I prayed to God for my help. He heard me from his sanctuary. My cry, cry, cry. There it is again. I cried to the Lord. My cry came to him, reached his ears. Here's the thing. A cry. Uh, you've raised boys. You had two boys. They're tough kids. They're football playing guys, weightlifting, you know, doing all this stuff. But when they were little, they went through moments where they probably, you know, kind of tussled together or fussed with each other over a toy, maybe whined about something. Uh, but then there were moments when they cried. Yeah. And when they cried, could mama not tell the difference Absolutely. between a cry and a whine? Yeah, we were, you know, I can think of an example. We were in, in the, it was uh, one of the stores, I think it was Walmart. And one of them wanted to wander off and look at the toys. Um, <laughs> I and, can't imagine which one yeah. that would have been, but um, and won't say anything. Be, be, you know, they knew <laughs> toys to say next to me. And I started looking through clothes and I hear the word mama and a mama, even though there's five, five will turn, but mm -hmm. that, the, the mother will recognize the, mo the, the son's voice and vice versa. Yep. And he just sent you into just frantic state panic. of panic of where is, is my he? boy. It is crazy. So, yes, a mom knows a cry of a child. And I bet you left those clothes. I bet you went right after him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because here's the thing. This is the thing. The Bible talks about a cry. David said, I cried to the Lord. Here's, here's what a cry is. This word cry, when you look it up, it is the reflex of a vocalization for help. It is, it can be a screech, it can be a cry. It, but you know, when your own kids are playing outside and they're whining and fussing, you know, my mother used to say, y'all keep that up, I'm gonna give you something to cry about. You know? And we knew what that meant. And I'm sure that many of you watching know exactly what that meant. Uh, but the word, the idea of a cry is something that can't be stifled. A whine is something I work up. But a cry cannot be stifled because it is reflexive in me. David said, the enemy had punched me, but I cried to the Lord. And my cry, Daddy! came to him in his ears. He heard it. And here's the thing. I want you to understand this. Don't ever stifle your cries. 
Don't ever stifle your cry to the Lord. You say, well, you know, men are not supposed to cry and all this kind of stuff. And you know, I, I'm not even talking about letting tears flow. I'm talking about a cry out of your heart for God. Don't stifle those moments because the reality is reflexes are found in the nervous uh, passageway, the passageway of the brain, how it stimulates the nervous system throughout the body. In other words, like if I reached over and this cup were really hot and I grabbed this cup and it was hot, I would set it down so quickly that I might even spill the contents. Because why? The reflexes spoke to me before I could even cognitively understand, oh, this is really hot. I just set it down because I felt something. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, you know, it, if you if you touch a bare wire and it shocks you, you don't leave your hand on it. It comes off before you even think about it. You just, you react. If you trip, your hands go out in front of you, hopefully. Uh, I don't know. One time we saw a girl that tripped and she just kept her hands right there and just <laughs> fell over on her face. I don't know if something was wrong with her reflex system or her nervous system, but the reality is, we laughed for three days about it. The reality is, is that it, it is so bizarre to see somebody do that because you wonder what is damaged. See, it's the damaged passageway from the of the nervous system that causes your reflex not to work. Now watch this. The nervous system is fed by the brain. The brain recognizes before the nerves even recognize. So think about this. The last time that I read the New Testament, uh, talk to me somebody, where does the brain reside? It resides in the head. The last time I read the New Testament, my Bible said that Christ is the head and we are the body. So think about like this. If there's a desire in you to cry out to God, what if it is? <laughs> what if it is Jesus pushing you to cry out to him so he can save you from something you can't even see? That's good. Amen. <laughs> you gotta you gotta not stifle this stuff. Right. You gotta allow it to work in you. Because here's what happened, and this is where I'll close with this. It says like this David said, My cry to him reached his ears. Watch what happened. Because just like Mama Noemi did with her boys, Luis and Chris, if one of them cried, she left whatever she was doing and came running to them boys. Mm -hmm. watch, watch, watch this. Then the earth quaked and trembled. Foundation. This is all because David cried to the Lord. Listen to this. The foundation of the mountain shook. They quaked because of his anger. Smoke poured out from his nostrils. Fierce flame leaped from his mouth. Glowing coals blazed forth from him. He opened the heavens and came down. A dark storm clouds were beneath his feet. Mounted on mighty angelic being, he flew. Soaring on the wings of the wind, he shrouded himself in darkness, veiling his approach with dark rain clouds. Thick clouds shielded the brightness around him. He rained down hail and burning coals. The Lord thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded amid the hell and burning coals. He shot his arrows and scattered his enemies. David didn't say my enemies. He said he scattered his enemies. That is so powerful. With great bolts of lightning flashed and they were confused. 
Then at your command, O Lord, at the blast of your breath, the bottom of the sea could be seen and the foundation of the earth were laid bare. He said, then he reached down from heavens. He rescued me. He drew me out of the deep water. He rescued me from the powerful enemies. All this stuff that David is talking about here, this is actually, this is actually the Red Sea crossing. At your, at your command, the earth, the depths of the sea were laid bare and the mighty was exposed and we were able to pass through. And then you brought me up out of that. So David said, you brought me out of the Red Sea because that was a part of his history. That was part of his lineage. That's part of who he is. He said, he rescued me from powerful enemies, from those who hated him, who were too strong for him. They attacked me at a moment when I was in distress, but the Lord supported me. He led me to a place of safety. He rescued me because he delights in me. The Lord rewarded me for doing right. He restored me because of my innocence, for I have kept the ways of the Lord. I have not turned from my God to follow evil. I have followed all his regulations. I have never abandoned his decrees. I am blameless, excuse me, before the Lord. I have kept myself from sin. The Lord rewarded me for doing right. He has seen my innocence. To the faithful, you show yourself faithful. I want you to read Psalm 18 tonight. And when you read this, I want you to realize the many times that God came running. Have you ever praised God until you knew that you knew that you knew something had shifted in the heavenlies? Have you ever been in a worship service that was so long? I remember one time in New York, I was in a service that was so long and it, I was leading, but the praise and worship, we danced and we shouted and we praised God for over two hours. <laughs> and we couldn't stop it. I was actually in New Jersey. I was at Jason Alvarez Church. And uh, what a great man of God over in Orange, uh, New Jersey. And I was there. And I want to tell you, the glory of the Lord shifted and filled that place. And I go back to my room that night and my suit is sweated through everything. And I'm like, God, what was that all about? And I heard the Holy Spirit say, you have no idea what I just saved you from. Wow. And I have never regretted <laughs> praising God, however long it takes. I want to tell you, when you praise God, when you cry to the Lord your God, Amen. Daddy always jumps up from his heavenly throne, comes running. What's going on with my babies? Mm -hmm. Just like Mama Bear hearing her babies cry, she's coming running. That's the same way Papa God does. And that's why David said, I called upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised and I was saved from my enemies. You don't even have to talk to your enemies. You don't have to address them. Just call on the Lord. He will rout his enemies. Amen. He will rout those things bothering you and attacking you. So good. That is so good. And you know, Isn't it, great? it is to know that. And I love the way he describes it. Yeah. It, it is such a. It's a picture. Instant <laughs> momentum of I am coming to rescue my yeah. son. Um, and so we invite you this uh, this Sunday, this yeah. excuse me, this Saturday, the yep. men are coming for prayer. Yes, come and cry out to God. Yeah, and fight for what you're wanting that he that you want him to deliver you and from. And I believe that's at nine a.m. Right? It is at nine a.m. here at yeah. Encounter Church. You don't have to be a member of Encounter Church to Just come, and, come pray and pray with the men. Just come pray come with pray. us. Just come to pray. <laughs> don't come to play. Come to pray. <laughs> And so we thank God for this opportunity. We also thank God that Sunday morning 
at 10 a.m. We'll be in service right here. We invite all of you who live in this Metroplex area. If you live within 50 mile radius of us, you ought to make your way over here because it's going to be on. If you live within 100 miles, I would be tempted to drive it and come on over here because it's going to be on. It's going to be powerful in this house Sunday. Amen. We are going into our consecration to a fast. Uh, to a fast. Mm -hmm. We're already kind of in it, but this is the week where we take kind of wean off of food a little bit and uh, get ourselves properly aligned uh, so that we can fast. And we're going to fast through the not is it the eighth? Through the it starts on the eighth and yes. it goes all the way through the 29th. Eighth through the 29th. And uh, we're going to fast through those days. And however you want to fast, that's that's up to you. If you are going to fast, I would encourage you if you have if you have medicines and things that you take, always speak with your healthcare professionals. Talk to them and tell them what you want to do, why you want to do it, how you want to do it, whatever it needs. But do it do it intelligently and do it smart. And uh, maybe you fasting. Maybe you're fasting. Um, I don't know, movies, maybe you're fasting TV, maybe you're fasting uh, sweets, maybe you're fasting uh, red beef. Boy, that's hard for a lot of us, isn't it? But red beef, I love red beef, but it's, it's you know, that's something I need to fast sometimes. And uh, you just have to do it. And uh, whatever it is, maybe you're fasting uh, listening to the radio, maybe you're fasting listening to news, that would be a great idea. Take your mind off of all the negativism that's in the world because only thing sells in the news is negative and never sells positive stuff. It just, it takes a lot of negative stuff, but I encourage you to get your face in the word of God, come out of Facebook and get your face in his book. Just come out and do this thing because this is very powerful reading through the Psalm in 30 days. And you know that there, I'll tell you, I was so I was so smitten, babe, when I first found this division of the Psalms. I was so smitten because I, I heard the Archbishop of the Church of England uh, talking about how that all his life, he was raised in that particular den denomination, and uh, all his life, this has been a practice in him and his family, his mother, his aunts, everybody, they read the psalm every 30 days. Wow. Every 30 days, not just January. They do it in a continuous cycle. They do a morning reading of the psalm and an evening reading of the psalm. And they pray those psalms. And his mother and his mother's sisters made songs out of a lot of the psalms. And that's how they memorized them. Okay. And they have memorized the entire book that's of the awesome. psalm. I want to tell you, I was so smitten by that. I was like... And here I am, you know, calling myself saved, born again, on fire for Jesus. And I haven't read the psalm every 30 days all of my life. I've read the psalm often, but I mean, my gosh, and I certainly don't have it all put to memory. I was so smitten by that. But it's, I, I just tell you, I encourage you to get into the word. I pray that what we're talking about here today is helping somebody. Loose your praise. Give God a praise. Pray to him, call upon the Lord, and you will be saved. I promise you, he will come at your cry. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. Thank you for being with us today. Again, this is Bishop Gary Oliver and my lovely wife, Dr. Noemi. 
We love you. We thank God for you. We pray that the blessing of the Lord be upon you. May the Lord bless you, may he keep you, gift you, smile upon you, look you full in your face, give you peace, and cause you to prosper in your way as you read through the psalm with us and commit to him on a deeper level. Take me to